We're not done. We're not done. Check this out. Live and direct. Live and direct. Make more fools moving this up north trip. You, you must learn. New York City. To many, it's now known for fancy coffee shops, expensive condominiums, and trendy neighborhoods. But in 1995, Brooklyn did not connote artisanal, gluten-free food trucks and self-indulgent hipsters. Back then, Rudy Giuliani was the mayor, waging a war on crime with black, Hispanic, and poor communities in the crosshairs. Giuliani's New York registered its lowest crime rate since the 1970s, though this coincided with a national trend and extended from a frequently overlooked decline that began under his predecessor, David Dinkins. From 1,156 homicides then to roughly 300 homicides now, New York has come a long way as a whole. In the heart of Brooklyn stood the Dog Hilly, stomping ground for the crew known as the Boot Camp Click, or BCC, which helped spearhead New York's hardcore rap scene. They were comprised of four unique groups, Black Moon, Smith & Wesson, Helter Skelter, and OGC. Emerging with Black Moon's seminal debut album, Enter the Stage, the Boot Camp Click cemented their status with Smith & Wesson's debut, The Shinin'. Released January 10th, 1995, The Shining is celebrated for the synergy between Smith & Wesson's two group members, Tech and & Steel, and the cohesive, gritty production courtesy of The Beat Miners. In 1998, The Source placed the album in its list of 100 best rap albums. What you're about to hear is Tech & Steel take us through the backstory and the making of their quintessential classic. They talk about their relationships with Biggie and Tupac, going to school with Maxwell and Sean Price, being inspired by the work of Roy Ayers, and what the Dog Hilly actually was. You must learn! Tech, I'm from Bedford-Stuyvesant. General Steele, I'm from, I'm from Brownsville. Growing up in Brooklyn was so dope because, like you said, it's a melting pot, man. You have all cultures and nationality spread it out through Brooklyn. Like, more towards if you went past Eastern Parkway is more, you know, like the dreadlocks and more the Jamaican trinities up on that side. You come back down by my side, the styes, more of the, the hoodie black culture, but the veil is still, you know, we, we spread it out so far. Then you got Bushwick where it's like the the Dominicans and the Spaniards, even when we wasn't even like welcome in certain parts of Williamsburg, we were still over there because then, you know, that's the little Jewish section. Everybody knew somebody in a part of that section of Brooklyn somewhere. So it was all together in a melting pot. As a local youth man, then you had to do what you was told to do at certain times, being a house before the street lights came on. And if you got out of line, 
your neighbors could whip your ass and tell your parents what happened. So, you know, it, it was a learning experience and it groomed us to the men that we are today. I mean, we met each other in high school. There's no opportunities in high school, you know what I'm saying? You just going to school and you just, maybe you get a summer youth job if you got enough balls to take that in the hood or maybe you hustling or maybe you know maybe you work in a messenger job there's no opportunities there like we formed a brotherhood you're taking what come to you or you yeah you yeah. taking from somebody else i mean we knew bad style but until we got to school it was the marsh pit everybody until you got to high school you ain't see the real world you got to be daring enough to leave your block and we wanted to get on that train and we wanted to see what it was like we wanted to take that train ride and get away from my parents and do a lot of crazy stuff and we did all of that. When we got to school, little did we know that the school we chose to go to, Graphic Communication Arts, a.k.a. Print, a.k.a. Cybertron, the home of the Decepticons. So we landed there. Autobots, Inferior, Decepticons, Superior. These is, is, for me, that's my rites of passage right there. Like, that's, some kids go to, uh, they have bar mitzvahs. Adonai. We get jumped in gangs. You know that was saying? our family. That's, that's it. In house and outside of the house. That's it. That's 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 where you learn to be a man. You in the wilderness of North America and you got to man up, say it with your chest, that's that. and all of that. That's uh, it. And family to this day. Kill or be killed. You know what I mean? And and, and your mama and your daddy might not even really know what's going on, but you got to carry in a certain way where you gotta you, you gotta you gotta learn respect. You gotta learn how to be a man or a woman because it's, it's, it's females that was, was beating you know doing some things there that time period in our lives was a time where we had to really decide if we was going to be chumps or champs you know and and it was for us it's crazy because you know we had different legions and we we had we had a, a inherited a legion um our legion was power masters right we was the power masters and um we, we broke it down, the acronym for Power Masters, PM. We started calling each other PM, uh, Perfect Men. Mm -hmm. And then from Perfect Men, we started saying PNC. You know what I mean? So we it, it all evolved. Like, we found a way to make it make sense. And it did, what, it, again, it's, it didn't initiate as some, some rap stuff. But when we when we began to rhyme, it, we, it was just only natural that we include what we, what we learned. Graphic communicating, printing. A lot of MCs that's out in the industry today went there like um, Sticky Fingers from Onyx, Craig G from the Juice Crew, Rakim used to come through there. Oh uh, man, Si used yeah. to come through there, Maxwell attended the school. In the lunchroom you had four periods of lunch after homerooms. Then our school was like headquarters for truancy, like if you got caught cutting class, and we seeing you, we was fucking you up, taking care what has to be done. Truancy is on the second floor. Lunchroom is right on the first floor. So we already in there. From there, you already know it's spades being played, poker, blackjack, um, freestyle sessions, banging on the table in the back of the lunchroom. Even the school itself was multicultural. So we had the we had the Oyas that was playing handball. We had the Harlem niggas that was hustling that we went to school with. Then, you know, we would branch out to different schools like Art and Design, Fashion Institute, Brooklyn Tech, see all them people. So, yeah. He graduated. I got left back. 
Uh, yeah, I graduated. Got my diploma and all that. He gra- tech graduated on the time. I got left back. Oh, uh, I graduated on time, but the principal shit it on me, man. Like when they called my name, cause I was I was supposed to win an award at graduation. The whole fucking ceremony, the principal was sitting down, minding his business. He called my name, T. Coleman Williams. I went up to get my award. He jumped out. He's like, "Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa! This can't be life. This ain't happening." Took my award, worked my shit up. But I got my diploma on time. After school, you know, it was a it, it, it was a, it was a slight separation, and where you have to deal with real life, like because I, like I said, important to note that the homie graduated on time. I didn't. I went to college course and this course and that course and this course, and finally found a different road that I can get to and elevate. So I finally get my general education diploma. But while I'm doing that, I'm working, I'm hustling, I'm getting money. And I'm doing certain things. Meanwhile, you got an X factor, which is Buckshot doing some something over there. So we 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 doing this at the same time, and we all still keeping the contact. Like this story is really crazy. If you start putting the pieces together, for me, I never really wanted to even rhyme, be an MC. I was more into being a boxer or wanting to learn an engineer, being behind the scenes. Still was doing his thing, so I was more like his security and just you know going on shows with him, holding him down on stage, and then um he actually. Wrote my first rap for me, my first verse that we did. From there, it just became what it is today. This is wasn't like you know, it wasn't we didn't like, choose this. It chose yeah, us. Yeah, it wasn't like yo, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna become these dope rappers. Right. Like we was already rolling. You know what I mean? We was already we was already rocking together. We was little homies trying to learn the ways of the wilderness. Rap for me, like I, I was rocking big up to the homie Chase. Like he was like Chase was like serious into rap. This is another cat from Brooklyn who was he was on his hustle game hard and he wanted to rap. We wasn't into that. We was beating cats up. We was trying to get money and go to school and <laughs> do do all that kind of stuff. But that dude wanted to rap. I followed him. Tech Tech was security. We all was security. But son wasn't interested. We wasn't interested in that. We was uh, we was hip hop all day long, but right. nobody was like, yo, we're gonna become rappers. You know what I mean? So it's like when the opportunity permitted itself, we just grasped it. I don't know really what was the time when we really said, you know, yeah, we're gonna do this thing. Like I said, I didn't even wanna be an MC. When we was listening at home in our separate joints, we had the pause tape on a you know, making the the mixtape on a pause joint. You gotta Catch your record at a certain time, record it, pause, so no commercials come through, and then you unpause it. So once I heard Slick Rick and G Rap, I mean, it was it was mind blowing for me. So from there, I was like, yo, it was it was like a higher calling of a, a something that gravitated me towards that even more. So I, I had to be around it. That's when we started going out to clubs, man, like sneaking in the home base. Joint, what was the joint on 14th that they closed down? SOs, home base. Nah. Oh, can't forget about the tunnel. No, the big joint that was on 14th Street, Union Square. Palladium. Oh, Palladium. Rocking with the Palladium. Limelight. Cheetahs. Uh, it was a beautiful time, like, coming into those years. And then we started seeing, like, our man Sticky Fingers from Onyx performing at the tunnel. And we started catching up with Buck. From his sister through night school and West in the house and everything, it was just falling into order. Like I said, I was I was training to be a boxer, 
going to New York City Technical College downtown Brooklyn. So I met a gr- more groups of people over there that was, and everything just started clicking for itself, falling in the line for it. So it was, it was all beautiful, man. Without the most high, we wouldn't be here. Like we said, we all came from the same areas in Brooklyn, Brownsville, Bed-Stuy. Well, they all from Brownsville. I'm the only one from Bed-Stuy. Buckshot is from FAP, Crown Heights. As we started getting older and traveling around the city on the train, doing what we do, we started bumping into these more heads from different parts on the train that was doing what they was doing. So I would jump on the, the Bajas, we used to call the bike, the Baja, whatever, the motorbike, jump over, shoot over to Brownsville and start fucking with them over there all day. Then we, you know, all of us together at one time was living in a spot called the Dog Hilly in spot, East New York. A spot called the Dog Hilly, a.k.a. my mom's crib. Exactly. Mom's dukas. It, it ain't even a spot. Like, my, that's my mama house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas used to just camp at my mama house. That's what the Dog Hilly was. My mama house. My mama and them. Exactly. <laughs> so that all my brothers was there. Everybody. But everybody rock, live in Cephalo. Sean Price live in Brownsville Projects. Strang living the Cephalo on the other side. I live in Cephalo 131. Dio living Cephalo. Louisville living Cephalo. Techers from the style. Like, we really is all from the hood. Right. You know what I mean? And we we were cool with each so, other family before we even formed the boot camp clique. Before we even started music, we was right. doing hand in hand with each other, rocking with each other. Boot camp clique originated from the trials and tribulations that we was going through. Like, we was already brothers. You know, we was already Plus we was doing rocking our soldier shit. Fatigues, heavy. We was doing that already, and we was on some. You know, we was on our major organized sound trooper vibe, mm-hmm. and everything. You know that we learned from rocking with Decep. We, you know, we was just we were soldiers. We we was real militant minded doing that, because before we even did what we had to do, being able to get money for Timberlands, like I was rocking straight combat boots. My brother was like a. A drill sergeant in the army so everything we was rocking was official from the fatigues to the shirts to the t-shirts to the boots to the helmets the face masks the gas masks everything so them, them videos was stuff wasn't store brought that was all official war garment and from there it was just bcc boot camp clip and that's where we was soldiers of his life militant that's why militant mind is when it clicked later down the line with R.I.P. the beloved Tupac it just fit you have a group of individuals that's already clicking and then at, at, at a point where you have like you have two people like Tech and Steel you know these these guys are there like the characteristics already linked together you know and next thing you know we look at each other like you know what we're gonna be Smith and Wesson word yeah, right. that's what we going and to do. I and then you work on, you know. And it was dope. That was like the science behind the album, The Shining. It was like that's what people always say. Like y'all two just y'all can finish each other's sentences or know what each other one is thinking without even words being spoken. Think of The Shining. That's what it was. And Smith and Wesson is like even though it's two names, when you see one, you automatically think of the other. So we actually learned in the trenches in the battlefield by being at every session for Black Moon while they were recording into the stage and learning from our brother Buckshot 
once we started doing that and going to shows, opening up for him, coming out in ski mask, sleeping under the blankets that cover the piano in the studio, we was learning firsthand. And um, when we got our first chance to record Blacksmith and West in an actual studio with engineers, the beat miners and joints like that, that's when we, we you could probably say we bust our nut. We got our dig right. Yeah, but we was, we was in the studio way before. Right, but we was in the studio recording under, we had a, another joint, MOST, most organized sound troopers, and we was, um, we was rocking. We was doing a Ron Alexander show that used to be a um, variety show that my PNC won every time he was up there, damn near. Big up Ron Alexander. He, he definitely showed love and support, put us through the door. Video, music, box, all of them, you know, they, they go back with us. Ralph, love. The beat miners, they have their own crew of producers, which was uh what, Chocolate Tie, of course the brothers, Evil D, Mr. Walt, Baby, Baby Paul, Paul Black. definitely did some joints, Rich Black, and um they was a conglomerate of super dope producers that was probably ahead of their time at the time. Every piece of music that we was rocking to came from them. When we start when we started doing ours though, they brothers, the uh, Evil and Mr. Walt, those are the those are the bosses of that beat mining shit. They the bosses. They run that shit. You know what I'm saying? And all them other cats, they come and go. It's some cats, it's, it's some beat miners that's dead right now that you might hear their name, like uh, these uh, Bizarro, Crazy Z Bizarro. Like Bizarro was there from day one, but we never had no experience with him. Like he went to school with Evil, but at the same time, like you'll see a Rich Black who you don't see now, or Baby Paul who's doing other things now. So it's like, you know, it's all different kind of beat miners but the the cats who's running that is that's mr walt and that's um beat miners radio you know, straight like that and and them cats like they took us into their home give thanks to god mama bless Bear, mama you know god um, yes and we and us us we straight off the street you know what i mean like we 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 straight off the street but we still have respect when we enter in someone's home we enter into your home we can't smoke no weed we can't really drink no liquor Shit. we used to have to freeze so, our ass off recording across the street in the park cold days we go because we, we gonna smoke some marijuana 40 below tim's on and snow rolling up white eyes and dutch masters in between the in between the Chocolate tie the monkey bars <laughs> <and> the monkey <laughs> bar, trying to get a little all right nigga, let's go record now all right well, you ready you ready all right, you ready with the lighter to get some heat to roll but up this is where we talk about paying dues and respect and things of this nature because like this is a person's home like it opened up the home like we wasn't we didn't start recording in a studio true say we was rocking with black moon we was there for them when they was recording in in the studio in and calliope whatever the name of that studio was, was calliope? calliope there you go calliope when we were sharing hot chocolate and, and teas and bagels and shit like that started in um, Beat Miners' home, we started in their basement, which is which is their crib to this day. You can't pay for that experience. They walls, they don't even have walls in the house. They have right, records. It's just records. Like you know, records they, decorate <laughs> their walls. Records are they walls of their house. The artwork for The Shining comes from um, a Roy Ayers album. I, be, I believe the album is called He's Coming. I think that's the name of the album. <laughs> Just, just hanging out with the beat miners. Um, these cats got 
shitload of records, you know. And one day I'm hanging out in in uh, Baby Paul's crib, and we just building, you know. He he has this record. I see this Roy Ayers record, and it's it's the exact cover of, of what we did. We just straight jacked it, <laughs> you know what I mean? We straight jacked that cover from Roy Ayers, and it it was everything that we was dealing with at that time. You know, Roy Ayers' joint was from the 70s and he had all his homies around, all his family or whatever, and I in the middle, and we just said, yo, that that that's us, bro. And we <laughs> took that. We borrowed that. Thanks, Roy. Relationship with Pac was, uh, even though it was like, you know how some people, how the saying say, people come into your life for reasons. His was to show us himself at that time, and even though it was a short, brief time, it seemed like it was actually longer than what it was Word. see like for me coming from best style me and big was was tight also like anywhere i would be they would pull up if i'm on a bike or if i'm on a motorcycle they you take park come on jump in the car money l big d rock julia mafia we was good and he was a gemini i'm a gemini and Pac was also a gemini so it's like the relationship we had was it was a good one, man. It was, we, we was brothers. We was comrades in a, in a lot of joints. Like, shit was, was going off crazy at them times. And it was like, we was right there in the middle of the East Coast, West Coast whole thing while shit was just, and we was there recording, making music, making good music. Unfortunately, what happened, happened. So a lot of the music won't even get heard. Like, he his work ethic was so crazy that I, I, I had to pick it up. It just magnetized to me like I got lost in the studio one time the room was about these two rooms together just full of pop music no other death row artist music just full of pop music on reels I'm like god damn you know we spent we spent a lot of time with the outlaws after that but you know we we learned that the outlaws is most of the outlaws was from Jersey which is right across from New York so you thinking that it's some west coast east coast west coast which is a a farce but they recognize the grind and you know when you put a call out to artists they either come or they just they don't and I think when we met Pop not so much about the music it's just about the um, the introduction the camaraderie itself he he brought something out in us you know like we was always talking about the soldier stuff and this is this is a guy who's a who, who's, who's the son of a Black Panther you know, and he's been through more trials than a lot of any rapper. He's probably, I don't know if he's been through more trials and bullet wounds that he's had. On an esoteric level, you might say, like, he just was supposed to show Tech Steel and Buck something. And everybody else that he was in touch with at that particular time. And show them to make sure that, you know, when I leave, you cats know your strength and know how to, you know, know how to utilize it. That's what he did for us. That's what he did for a lot of folks. Met Big a while ago, like, you know, best eye, you, you, it's not that big, but it's one of the biggest boroughs in Brooklyn. So, you know, everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows. All the real best eye cats know each other. It's like, even when we was in school, like, when I went to school, nobody don't say nothing, but if you was a real, if I was walking with Cook, he would be heading on to another cat. You were like, yo, how you, you know what I mean? You know him? Like, you know, something good. Like, star, star is like that. Best star is like that. So when I started hanging out with these cats, I'm like, man, the camaraderie they already had just because they was from the star was ill. But meanwhile, these are some of the, 
grimiest get you ass <laughs> niggas on the planet. You know what I mean? But they own what they best, own. Like best out the, the live is one. That's real right there. Represent BK to, <laughs> to the, the fullest. Wow. <laughs> but nah, he was he was he was definitely a good dude, man. Funny, outgoing, made you feel comfortable. We had a show in the trepid with Biggie. Mary was there. Um, Puffy was on his young Puff Daddy-ish And he's, you know, he, he's scoping the scene out But he see how real cats connect And we was, we basically was in a cypher with Big and Junior Mafia It was, it was natural to us But at that time we just came from a video shoot So all of the whole boot camp, we was camoed up Head to toe, hard hats, flashlights, flask and everything We was like, we came from a video and then we about to rock on, in, on the Intrepid But we kicking it with Biggie and Junior Mafia, and we and we exchange, and we blowing weed, we drinking henny and all that. And Puffy at the bar, he peeping this shit, you know. So right before they, they was like, yo, right, it's y'all time to go on. And as we was going on, Puff was like, yo, I wanna holler at y'all tomorrow. That I mean, that's a blessing. You know what I mean, he was a genius to even peep that and just to say, yo, now, nah, well, that's naturally these cats is on or something. And we went, when we went in the studio, it was a, it was beautiful because it was like nobody was. Dude's like, yo, I need y'all to do that Smith and Wesson, the thing y'all do with the back and forth with that. You know what I'm saying? And and we in the we in the studio, sitting on the chair, and everybody just left the studio. Normally you have, you know, you need people just there, like do this, da da da. Once they told us, they gave us the script, and they just left, and we had to come up with the thing. And after that, we came up with that I shine, you shine, and then they was like, yes. I shine, you shine, shine. 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 I shine, you shine. In this day and time, we maintain the same frame of mind. Elevation, spark it up. Yo, start the circulation. 60 degrees in rotation. Stimulation as the herb bless my physical creation. Slip into a hallucination. Situation got me thinking about my life seriously. Keep it real, continuously. Before I slip in the blackness, I prepare for combat. Protect my dome, cause that's where my home's at. Crack my windows, inhale as the mist flows. Build up my mental construct on my fish. Spread love to my Brooklyn crew. Who be you? Bad boy. Smith and Wesson coming through. Check it still. Traveling through the battle and handling all that's challenging. You must learn. Steep like the shining. Steep like the shining. Steep like the shining. And out of Bucktown, starting mad truck Greater hard rock, we break your block down the rough Perform a construction like a storm when we rush Raising cane, hip shots, graze your brain It's ripping down like thunder pound Make a rubber wonder now whatever ill shit lies underground We got more if you want more, dig it But you got to be hardcore to get with it That might have been the last song that might, I was going to say towards the middle to the ending of the joint But the way it was just formatted and how it went we had to make that the intro. We needed to introduce ourselves. Like we had Bucktown already. Right. We we like from like from being in the studio and watching Black Moon record their album, we already kinda knew how to do an album. 
but technical stuff like all right intro like because we they like yo people don't really they don't know who you guys are right so that's what you say smith and wesson out of bucktown starting mad trouble that's like we I just straight intro it. straight intro, a real intro you know? introduction to the i the album of the shining as well as tech and steel smith and wesson right. this is what you about to this is the ride you about to uh be the, the grimy side of, of bucktown right. boot camp This song right here is it's like an ode to Popeye. Being little homies running around in the streets, like we was we was ruffians, man. We was ruffians out there, man. We had to be we had to be tough. We was the we was the smallest cast in our crew. We was the toughest because we had to be. So that's what that song is about. I am what I am, and right, I do and what I no do. No back down. You know, we couldn't, and we had to. You know, to to, to survive out there, we, we you know, we just had to just be tough. We had to be standing up dudes, and we was around some real stand up dudes, and and they trained us, and that's what that's about. You know, just being on your guards and being on point. You know, and, and showing respect to the ones that that trained you. So I am what I am, and I do what I do. Puff Madlock, catch wreck with my crew. That, that that was like the lingo that we was. <laughs> putting out there Puff Mad Line Catch wreck with my crew Or To catch a wreck was Fucking a nigga up Straight up and down Not only fucking a nigga up It was like The steam team too Like when we say steam team That was like Group of us are running to A department store or Whatever Just grab a whole wreck Whole rack Of clothes Coats Whatever the case may be And run out from the store or Jump through Or jump behind the counter Grab cases of cigarettes Or 40s Or whatever the case may be Catch a wreck Yo what you doing today Let's go catch some wreck real quick Let's get some money That's what catch a wreck was You gotta You gotta consider the fact Like we just coming from high school At the time Like you coming from Like in the newspaper Where they got these big You know Things talking about Kids wilding That was us some some made it, some didn't make it, but we wasn't shooting up cats. We wasn't robbing grandmothers and shit like that. Out on the ledge, real crazy shit was fun to us. This one was like when we was starting to recognize what we was doing. A lot of songs like that. And then 
we was having we was bringing on the rest of our crew which is helped to scale the rock on the chorus ogc bringing them around this might have been one of the last songs we recorded too just to get the whole complete album together this is, this is a rich black track if you listen to this man like we was we was creating like forget about a song like that's not even a song like we was mm -hmm. we was creating a soundtrack to a vibe like we right. was, you see the picture of he's painting for you images you know, in the yeah. head of mine like again these are like real stories without us getting into too much details because we ain't you know not to be dry snitching and son right. did this and son did that but like we experienced some real stuff as a kid like you probably like you don't want your kids to really experience everything it was fresh out of the head like it wasn't no re rehearsing of this i mean we was walking with backpacks with our rhymes book but even as, when it comes down to the skits it was just there one two three takes and the skit was recorded that was it let's move on let's go always going through shit so anybody that's been in the system they know like they po can be the worst thing that happened to them man like you you already do your time and then you come home thinking you free and you still on paper for five, 10, 15 years and you do do something, you get remanded. Now the bitch is on your back again. So you back inside the first time. You gotta think about the, you think about the whole concept of a person that has a PO. You've been released, right? Now you got, now you got your probation officer. He said, thinking of a way to get even my PO cause I know the bitch dick the nigga on the D-Lo. Like you got the system. We, 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 we talking about the system fucking us. Like ultimately that's what that song is about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not about us getting revenge or being, Rotten to the core cats It's like yo One time for the One time for the heads Doing time One one time for the snitch Dropping down Like we are we're, we're talking about A situation Or a circumstance That we go through Or we, we experience And like This is ultimately Where we, where it lands us up Is in jail Or in, against this system That we have to now Define who we are Like now I'm looking At this lady Knowing Or this dude Knowing that he's trying you know, To play that she did some bullshit Yeah yeah for the 90 now, 90 now, all heads realize, Recognize. real heads on the rise, camp coming through, yeah. one, click, two, click, three, click three, two, one, represent my son, show him how it's done, yeah. What up? I heard that you got a little prob with the way that we roll in the heads, we done raw. Sticking and flicking the bangers, throwing them out to your neck. Another beat down inflicted by that nigga tech. And for your backstabbers, yeah, I got the sharp deck. And a left hook that they cause your jawbone to shatter. Who's skilled enough to come test the weed or two? Titans from Bucktown that to burn through your crew. I got the vibe from the session in the back with niggas and straps on the ground, puffing meth and kicking raps. Smith and Wesson coming with enough buds and skunk. Fake the funk and get found dead in the trunk. All heads realize. Recognize. Real heads on the rise. Recognize. Believe it or not, we was we was thinking a while. We was actually considering making that our first single. Imagine that. We tried to perform that at a couple of spots. It was like we didn't really know how to perform it yet. So we, we tried Bucktown and that was good. We tried Let's Get It On. That was one of the original four joints that we recorded. And I think that uh, Beat Miners, Evil D, and Mr. Walt was trying to try it, try, try other producers out on us too. They might not admit it, but <laughs> we was guinea pigs yeah, for the Beat Miners. They us to the wolves then. <laughs> word, word. But it was cool because one thing about Tech and Steel, like we, you know, from where we just came, like we ain't had no problem you know, with adapting and working with different cats and we was ready for whatever really. Like, that's another song that was an ode to our upbringing. The remix which is produced by 
myself and Drew Ha, we watched uh, Black Moon go through it, which at the time, which, which was a big thing about censorship. The censorship issue started to really kick in for us. And not that we had a whole lot of raps, you know, a whole lot of profanity in our raps anyway, but we, we watched what Buckshot was going through and then we, you know, just got hip to it. Like we learned a lot from watching these cats. The uh, Black Moon go through it. We, we sat in on the meetings. We sat in on the studio sessions. We went on a roll with them. We saw the we saw the good the good parts, the bad parts. You know, the good, bad, and the ugly. We saw it all. When it came to us, we was already on it. Drew High was coaching us, and he was like, "All right, we want to make some clean versions. The, the best songs that we got right now. Let's make a clean versions." Back when everybody was doing the right, reverse we want to do that. We went and actually was. Writing, changing the actual words, and then they was coming out super dope and tight. Almost like new songs, almost right. like. It was more of us like challenging each other and ourselves. Word. I was like, it's not a remix if I'm listening to the same track. Like we, we didn't want to do that. We didn't want nobody to confuse us at the time. It was like, yo, if we're gonna do a remix, let's take it. Let's make a different joint. Like we just wanted to always keep it crisp. And I think, I think when we did um, the Soundboy remix. It was right after we did a um, a mixtape with with um, Duop, DJ Duop, and he had us rhyming to the In Vogue joint. I got a slab of corned beef in the yard, man. Fat, dark fine, so with a double eight black for my bread, dread ready, heads and ready. Duop chop turntables up like machete. He was just like, yo, he just had us spitting the freestyle to it. So we rhymed, we was rhyming about weed. That itself became like a a cult classic underground cult classic but we when we was rhyming to it that day we was like yo you know what i mean this to be dope this to kick soundboy too mm -hmm. you know we were just thinking of like a dub a dub play we wasn't like yo let's do a song with it but we was like yo we do a dub of this right here and we was like that'll be crazy Soundboy was originally made for Helter Skelter, and this was before it had all of the the sample voices and stuff like that in it. But it just had the doom, doom, doom. It was a dark track, and Evil D and Mr. Walt was like, "Yo, when once once we brought Ruck and Rock around, they was scaring everybody in the crew. So people just wanted to do beats for them." And I'm like, wait a minute, they, yo, we still work on our <laughs> shit. You can't do beats for them. I'm like, all right, cool, it's all right. I don't know which show we was going to, and they playing beats for Helter Skelter, and they played this dark shit. And Ruck and Rock of so fucking picky, thank God. Because the, all they heard was boom, 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 boom. They have nothing else to it. And we in the back like this looking at each other. We like, don't say nothing, yo. Just like, I hope these niggas don't like this track. They like, next. It was like, yo, yes, yes. Got it. Got it. And then we took that shit. Because once we heard that, once we heard that boom, boom, we already knew what we was going to do with that. That's that's all That's all, uh, Mr. Walt. Like, Mr. Walt and, you know, they West Indian background. Uh, or Belizean. Belizean background. Forgive me. They're kind of source. They're really 
beat miners. They're really crate, crate diggers. diggers. Yeah, they're really real serious about their stuff. Like their historical knowledge is phenomenal when it comes to finding stuff. I mean, these guys just created the sound. They they looked at Tech and Steel and they saw something and they say we're gonna create this dark dungeon ba basement thing with them because the stuff they started doing with us they wasn't doing with Black Moon. So they they you know they started delving Again, into we was different guinea pigs. things. Yeah, we was guinea pigs for the stuff like where we, but they was able to do dark basement stuff and and, and we was able to make uh, big songs out of the, the, the basement stuff. Don Gargan. That's a that's a saying. That's a saying in uh in, in from Jamaica. Don the Don Gargan. Don. A big that's the a boss big, of boss. The big boss. Big boss man. Yeah. Everybody wanna be Don Gargan. Everybody wanna be a big man, a big boss man. For the nine four shots. Keep Smith and Wesson like and we this. do it like this. When the boom's by close, yo, we gotta keep it moving. When your shorties act up, hey, yo, we gotta keep it moving. When the spilly get high, straight up, we gotta keep it moving. When shit just ain't yo, right, yo, we gotta keep it moving. Uh, who's that knocking at my door? I hope it's a friend of me, cause we at war with the enemy. We keep eyes out for spies, I win our cipher. I'll man trife if I take a life, then I'ma die a life. Unless I control the stress Ease up, roll off the set, get with tech Walk around again with Mr. Brown and his Jamaican friend Never to sleep again unless I want my life to end If I take a life then I might die a life That's uh, man, that's a Walk around with Rasta Rob and his Jamaican friends K.I.M. That's, that's, that right. was, that was, that was, man That's keep it moving Again, we was making things that nobody else was really doing I mean, like, of course it was hip-hop before us, but until we got into it, we was doing it for our kind, our generation. People that we was coming up with. Like, niggas always been getting robbed and punked and beat up. We didn't know it because we wasn't around there. But once we, we was doing it or we seen it firsthand, then we was able to report how it was going down. It's like basic instructions before leaving Earth when you think about it. Like... Keep it moving, stick to your PNCs, don't trust certain people. The the ideals, they, they continue, they, they seem to repeat each other or repeat themselves when you listen to the songs. And then it's the soundtrack of, of, of what, what, the, what the train station sound like when you was in there or what the club sound like at, after the dance or what the streets sound like uh, late night if you was allowed to even be out there or if you was in your crib listening to it through your bedroom window and stuff. If something happened to you, you gotta keep it moving. If they try to punk you, you gotta keep it moving. If you moving, and that's all we was doing. For kids who don't got no money, we constantly walking from here to there to here to there. Hopping train stations, walking to this train, to this train's cops here, we gonna push through here, going through people's neighborhoods, you know. It's like we like the damn warriors. Warriors come out to play. It came up on a lot of black exploitation movies too, shit like that. So, you know, that slang we was giving back, reading Donald Goins' book. We, we was giving that slang back to, again, our generation. Let me pull your coat to this. Let me tell you some Word info. Up. Young blood. You know and, what and, I mean? and, and, and we had slang. We was. The slang we was using in the shining, it's like you you might hear us say stuff like essay. You know, we was using this Mexican slang, we was using uh, you know, uh Greenback, slang and, greenbacks, right? You know, we, we we was using the slang that was privy to people of our nature, which is mainly poor people. Mm -hmm. 
Check it out. <laughs> I walk around town with the pound strapped down to my side. No front and just in case I gotta smoke some. Round here, heads don't act the age. You might be another dead boy upon page. Into the cipher with your lighter. L's are ready, prepare for another all night. But keep a watch for the cops, cause they rock glocks. Coming on the block, trying to rock knots. Pigs be acting like they're bigger than us niggas from the streets. Cause we stalk mad deep in them walk beats. I guess them on the grudge, cause I won't budge. Playing tough, staring down the judge with my hands cuffed. Standing there with my nappy hair and my dirty gear. All the war, yeah, now I'm up out of here. Pigs lift me up and down with the front. Is it because I'm down or is it because I'm from Bucktown? Too many original gun clacks. Brooklyn is Bucktown, huh? We made we made this joint because we out of necessity. We made Bucktown out of necessity. We knew we had to make something dope. We was like, yo, what what can we rhyme about that we really know about? And we just rhyme about our hood, like our our town, like Brooklyn. Like Brooklyn is that's us. We've been all up up and down around that whole place and smacked around, stomp, smack, smacks, you know, and we know we needed something to, to, to present us what's, what's going to be our presentation. We was groomed for that, you know, and that's the one we came up with. We worked on it. I remember being in the studio doing the chorus for that, and I was doing the, the Bucktown part, Bucktown, and niggas kicked me out the studio. They was like, yo, what is wrong with your <laughs> voice, dude? Like, why you sound like that? I was like, what do you mean? Bucktown! They were like, no, 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 no. like, yo, Tech, go in here and do the Bucktown. <laughs> Let him do the home of Beat my ass was ruthless, man. It was ruthless. But I sounded like shit when I was a Bucktown. I was trying to do like a rock and roll, like, you know, a Bruce Springsteen type of thing. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't coming out right. <laughs> But that was the anthem that we we wanted to make something big for our hometown. Right. We came up with that. Like I don't know where we got Bucktown. Bucktown the name is from. everywhere. We just it just flowed. Like we just we, we looked at each other. And was like yo, word, this is Bucktown. Son. I walk around town with the pound strapped down. Wow, That's only because it's mad real in Bucktown. Wow. It gets mad deep in the streets when you got to watch your back for beasts and the means even your peace. I step to my business, stand strong on my own too. Yeah. Do what I have to do to get. True. If you're for real, then you know the deal. I do or die. And I never ran, never will. They break sneaks upon my camp once more. Niggas drowning in blackness, stretched on the floor. Breakfast is served a killer dealer from the sty. Oh boy, I go heaven, but no boy, one die. Watch that thin line of rap and reality. Get yourself hurt, even cause fatal casualties. See? Let me explain, this ain't no game The words you talk I have you coming right about your frame You understand where I'm coming from, Slim? Fuck towns to stay the mind that I'm trapped in That's the alarm clock, when you, like, go into this guy's house, he sleeps You, It's literally like, you know, you you wake up, you go downstairs, you outside, you on the street, you right there You know what I mean? It's like, how, you're, you, you, you in real time, in real time you are on the set all day long you know, so how do you draw a better picture than saying blocker? That's my alarm clock a shot. Like we are out here, like as 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 kids, as teens, coming up in this in this 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 diaspora where we are, where we have to like defend ourselves. So it's like that song, stand strong. That's called stand strong. <laughs> Man, you know, on your own too. You got your team, but you still got to do for self. 
house like this. We doing it like this. On the bar, Marty Blunted tip, you know what I'm saying? Ha. Original crook style. Like this. That I wanted to rhyme to this beat. And um they wouldn't let us rhyme to this beat, man. Evil D was like, this this is not a beat to rhyme to. Why not? This is a this is a what you said? This is a a, a snippet. This is a snippet. This is a skit. This is a skit beat. This is just for that. This is just for that. That's what he said. This is this is not for you to rap to. This is just for that. <laughs> for one reason only. I was like, intro I could, snippet. I could understand it. I'm like, man, we can rhyme. We can talk up over it. We can like, no, no, no. This is not for that. This is for this. This is for that. One day I'm gonna rhyme to that motherfucker though, and, and send it to him. I flow fluently, who I be that beatin' of your beeswax He's back for what squeeze gats, we don't need that, do we? Do we? Rap style groovy A dog like Tim, that's why you scared to step to me Do we? Have to result in fist to cuff See, I can swoop with myself, that's when the rock erupts So think not of what I am or what I do Just recognize when I'm on the mic, I rule How many corny MC gon' try? 50 MC, 40 of them done die Run with health to shelter through the realms of the dark If a nigga rifted, I'ma let the 4-4 four, four bark Everybody knows when my naughty head grows I turn into a lethal weapon and start stepping on toes I waste no time when I hold mine Grab my Glock and then I clear the block like I was cold now Why you wanna fuck with my boo can? Boo can? Survive in the creek you can Fuck with my fuck town boo we all was in the studio that night like we used to roll up blunts and smoke them in the closet so it wouldn't be no air like and they just get to get so stoked in the house <laughs> and that's why i set you at this dog and so it's like 12 15 of us and everybody's rolling up like two three blunts a piece it's no air being in a closet just and you just smoking, coughing, open the door, let's get some air. Nah, none of that shit. <laughs> we even had Cook in the studio that night, man. And the yeah. shit was just going. It was just falling into place, man. It was just like the first time you ever completed the Rubik's Cube fully. And that's how that came out. Session of the yeah. Dog, Illy. You got. You think like... You know, going back to the, the Dog Hilly, the actual place, the Dog Hilly, again, that's that's my mom's crib. And um, we call it the Dog Hilly because the first, when you first walk into the house, the first room is my is my brother's room, which is Top Dog from OGC. So we like, all right, this is Dog's house. This is the Dog Hilly. He had a big ass room in the front. So we never had, my mom's was in the back. So we never had, we never bothered her really. And she was cool anyway. But we would all just go in there, burn it down, reason, read, listen to music, whatever, whatever we would do. And we took that experience to the studio. That was our best thing. Like you, like Smith and Wesson got a deal. What we gonna do? We gonna put our brothers on. Yo, y'all gotta see this shit. Come to the studio. We're going to do the same thing we do at the Dog Hilly in the wow. studio. <laughs> we was putting we was putting everything right to music, right over the beat. Word. Everything that was happening, we was, we was saying it, talking it, doing it, living it. Cool, yo, baby. It's all about you know, two pieces. Two pieces with biscuits, no motherfucking coleslaw, no bash potatoes, you know what I'm saying? Fuck all that shit. Yeah. 
Just a big up, man. Got the smokes on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Effect, everything's moving slow. Slip into a deep zone. The sound at the phone. Bring me home, stagger to my feet. Emotion toward the hey, old zone. What up, nigga? Check out this proposition. There's money to be, and I'm in the mood to go fish. Whatever they go. Give me time to wash my ass. My habit that you know they feeding for the gas. Do what you gotta do, cause I'm on my way in the car. Cause when I get there, yo, we already like tomorrow. Right, right, easy. Now I'm off to the south to get more info on this though I heard about. Gotta make sure everything's secure. Can't let me and my man let this grand slip past our hands. At one time we was like shout outs. Nah, we don't do no fucking shout outs, man. We 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 men, man. We show respect, get respect, and big a person up, man. Shout outs. That sound like all that Paul should have no homo, like, eh, we don't do that, man. We we give respect when respect is due and get respect back. So that's why I like well, again, we was on our slang bonics, just putting it out there. And you see, it's all about two, two pieces of no biscuits, man. That's what it was. Yeah, we used to do a lot of pot. And Yeah, like just teenagers. Yeah. Doing a whole lot of marijuana, man, with our friends, and it was fun. The it's plot a, thickens. It's a story. It's a, you know, it's a story, like, it's crazy because, like, when you listen to a lot of our stuff, we, you know, we give you the details of things that actually happened in the hood. Try to give you both sides to this is what can happen and not just glorifying, you know, violence in the hood. Put it to a, a different way to make you really want to listen to it and you can picture it and yeah. see it paint visually. A, paint a, yeah, paint a, paint, a, paint a visual image and you listen to the music. Music is a soundtrack for life. So you, I see sights. You listening to this different stuff and it's, it, it could actually be something that actually occurred in your life. Smokers out there in Bucktown, we doing it like this. Check it out. This is the story of a place that we call home. Where the kids pack heat when it's time to roam. Everybody's on a scramble, life's a gamble. Hopping on the white horse, trying to get a handle on the fast pace that we call the last race. Step with precaution when you enter this place. We got a spot on every block to make your dreams come true. Just come correct with the snaps is all you do. Don't come crying broke, still trying to cop the dope. What parts are no? Do not you understand, bro? We can't afford to take shorts or be playing sports. Empires need to be built, Mac 10's port. Or even caught for them deceased ass hustlers. And we still got the pound for y'all living motherfuckers. What goes around comes back to the roots. See you at the revolution and Crooklyn True. I'm on a nightfall on stroll right now through FAP, the feel and mood of that music right there puts you into a different vibe and place. And again, that's how we was coming up. Iceberg Slim reading those books, like seeing his life from a different point of view and putting in in concept with thousands. Like, damn, it ain't that much different, even though we are a different age group. It's still a lot of the shit that's happening right now. Like police harassing niggas, fucking with us. Our homies that's I age younger on drugs, alcohol, whatever it is, weed, smoking woolers, 
and you just saying it and being able to rise above it and talk about it and put somebody else on it onto it pull a code and let them know nah this ain't this may not be for you just because we went this route this may not be for you so just take heed and pay attention to it and home sweet home everything we see when we look out our, our living room windows our doorway sitting on a stoop that's the uh that's another baby paul production home sweet home that actually that's that was the that was the one of the tracks that's from that um roy ayers um album he's coming same and, title right home sweet home mm-hmm. same 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 exact title and um no we live in brooklyn we live in Brooklyn. We live in Brooklyn. Um, we, and, and again, that's a play on words. What we do, instead of us saying we live in Brooklyn, we say home sweet home. But you know still I mean? live in Brooklyn in we the live chorus. In Brooklyn. In we the live song. in Brooklyn. That's that's the that's the song. So it's like, how can we not use that? And how can we not, you know, like a lot of our a lot of our songs on this album was dark. It was a dark experience, but it was like up, the upliftment within that. And you listen to the tracks. <laughs> Yo, I ain't Come on, you. I'm just going Yo, can I ask you a question? The niggas that dick ride can't get on this, right? I'm saying, right? Niggas who dick ride ain't supposed to say nothing. Nah, they nah, they supposed to just hear this. It's for y'all, man. Get this up. <laughs> <laughs> We told Cass to wipe your mouth. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to say, you a dick rider. We just say, wipe your mouth. Like, when we, we used to have dudes hanging around, like, everybody got a little thing they do when some fake motherfuckers come around. They might, they might squeeze their head or look at each other, corner eye, boy. We were like, oh, boy. Get you, ahead, might, no. you might rub your shirt or some or rub your neck. But our version was like, we rub our mouth, like, look at this thing. Why in your mouth? You know what I mean? Look at him. Wet mouth. You a wet mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And do some dudes, unfortunately, some cats have never really picked up on it. And it's like, yo, that's you. We talking about you, Holmes. <laughs> so when you hit when you, the first voice you hear on that record, uh it, you hear rock Miss Monster in the back. I think you hear rock there, you hear me there. Yeah, tech loosely in the back, but the, the voice you hear overall is is that's our PNC, that's Cook. That's the cat who introduced us mm-hmm. in high school. You know, that's the original PNC. You mm-hmm. know, throughout so the whole album, you hear the yeah. same voices. He's the and, and we ain't know what we was doing, man. We didn't know how to make no skit. They like, yo, make a skit. We had a hundred dudes in the studio, make a skit. So he's like, all right, say some real shit, y'all. We just smoking weed. Damn, just, all right, so roll up some more weed then. We had no clue what to do, so that's what Cook was like, hold on, wait a minute. So, all right, let me understand this. So, dick riders can't get on this. They just gotta, all right, so yeah, we like, yep. It's for y'all. That's it. <laughs> Ain't cut. <laughs> Perfect. Move right along. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think these peeps know. Yo, it's finally on for real, dude. Brothers better recognize Smith and Wesson up in the chain. <laughs> Fucked out, boo, cat. 
Bring it up. Freeze like a rock on the block with the cops carry and the hard rocks carry with props and black hearts. Meet up with my peeps on the corner in the morn. Get zoned, get on, and prepare to get it what on. What does it take to get the break in the world of snakes and those who fake? Maybe you taste of this here. Ah, true. Now what them go on do when Smith and Wesson come looking for you? Sin. I'm coming with my boot camp flag. Yeah. My troops. Bringing the ruckus, rocking them whack proofs that switch just to get loose. Not trying to go out like the rest of the best. Nah. Just to get rough, it's off my chest. chest. Nothing less. Get it on. Smith and Wesson, and we do it like this. Get it on. Smith and Wesson, and we do it like this. Dope about the shining is the title itself is the shining, but the vibe and the mood of this album is so dark. But at the same time, it's not something that you shy away from. It 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 brings you closer to the essence of it. And again, same voice as there as before with Rock this Monster, Helter Skelter bringing it all together. And that was like you know, now now is is it's Tim's all season for ass kicking reason, gloves off. Let's get it on. When we came across when we came across the desk, I think that Mr. Walt and Evil D had something in, in their mind that they that something that they was, they wanted to do with that us. got done Jack Daniels no and and we was with it we was with whatever so A whiskey sour we was riding out we wasn't with no sucker shit like we we tried we tried um, a couple of joints that didn't make the cut you'll never hear ever in your life but it was probably like two of those everything that we pretty much did made the cut. Not that we planned it that way, but we wanted to make music and we was willing to listen to these brothers and their instructions and trust them and trust them. And they was willing to trust us to go where we wanted to go. Like they not at no point did they tell us what to rap about. They gave us a joint and we went in our little corner and we came up with what we came up with and we brought it and we presented it to, to them. And like that particular song was probably a song where it's like. You know, they, they might have inspired, uh, gave us a little bit of uh, inspiration on the chorus, like make the chorus bigger. This is one again. This is one of the first joints that we recorded in the basement uh, before we got to the big studio. Yeah. yeah. I'm here to speak about PNC You know the heads that get down with you and me The one who squeeze when your clips empty The ones who help you stand strong when your legs get shaped Everything under the stars happen in time So PM remains partners in crime Now that's what we talking about dogs All love, love, head, Loki Know what I'm saying? Keeping in the heart It sounds like we made the last four joints. We made it all in one, one session. But I think that like we we once we got once we got hip to it, we just start booking our time because it was like going back to the hood was pointless. You know, we go back, we we break day. It's like if we're gonna break day, we can break day here and we make songs. So we just have all our friends here. Y'all niggas just bring some Buddha. You know what I mean? We drink some forties and we create. 
So we brought the street to the studio session. So all that noise in the background, that's that's we literally had two mics set up in the studio and Surround just let sound for real. Just let niggas do whatever they was doing. Yo, everybody stay in here and just talk. We gonna keep all that. Like that was even before the the spit blockers. They just had the big the ass basic wall shit. You just part partition. Make you had a, a partition circle around the mic. Everybody in there rolling up, just talking. Oh, but that's the that's PNC. That's the that's the song PNC. That's the you know partners in crime. That's what we all were and we still are to this day. Before I go to bed, I take an L to the head. Reminisce over words that was once said by my man. God rest his soul. I was told stand bold. When under pressure, don't fold to my brother. My nigga Rambo, you know we love you. I wish it was around to see us rip through the underground. Smith and Wesson dedicates this to my man Sean Grady the R. One love, baby pa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Visualize as a kicking. A hollow point slug coming out of black biscuit. You inches from death, we round the corner coming quick. We messed out of minds and just don't give a shit, goddammit. Gunshots for bust from the clip. Wicked by boys, that's the burner on my hip. So fill your oats and get dead, Mr. Buster. Cause we ain't got love for none of y'all motherfuckers. Tech wrote that poem, if you can call that a poem, or whatever you had spoken word in the beginning that, that you hear a uh, big old pimp cook saying. It's like we trying to give you some jewels, man. You know, we rapping to you, but we really rapping to you, baby. You know, and, 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 and you know, again, like, we was young in, in the game and in and, and, and age, and, and we still was conscious enough. You know, I'm not saying, like, you know, it was positive raps, but within our dark, our, our own personal dystopia, like, we still trying to have, like, some type of hopeful messages within that, you know, without just dragging it down, like, fuck it, I sell crack. And... It, the thing about it, it like when we was writing it, it wasn't <laughs> it. no intentions at that. It just flows naturally into the into the lyrics, into Word. the songs. Word. And I and I and our partner in crime, my partner Rambo, he was murdered. Man, he was murdered at uh, age I think it was twenty one, something like that. Uh, it was either twenty or twenty one. Like he he went, he got locked up right after school. He got locked up. He did time. He did a little year two. Came home and was home for maybe a year and got killed on the same street that we used to all hang out on. And, I, and, and, the, and the ill shit about the street, the street we used to hang out on is called, the nickname for the street we used to hang out on is called Death Row. Death Row. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, that's he, our PNC got murdered on Death Row, on that street. We can't do shit but talk about it, you know? We can't do shit but make songs and, 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 and make songs that possibly can strengthen cats and let them know like how real it is to be surviving in the hood you know it's it's dope to be able to walk around the hood you know it's dangerous but if you can do it then you good like you you know hold your head high you know what i mean like pox said keep your head up for leaves out there like you ain't gotta be doing certain things but you a survivor like be out there and be on it shit what we was feeling off our chest and out there for our peoples as well as us we was just making music we wasn't Worrying about oh they they're gonna raid it five mics we, we didn't give a fuck about that yeah, we didn't care about that we wasn't we wasn't trying to impress them what we was happy about was being able to 
have an opportunity. You know, that's it. We had an opportunity, and what we what we brought to the table was was us, and that was it. You know, whether we succeeded or failed is is up to really up to the people. Cats can judge us all they want, but then just again, it's the same thing with the streets. Like if you're able to survive in the streets, then you then I guess you won. So for us, like here we are, here we are like five albums later, and we're still able about to start at six, you know, and, and, and about to go on a tour with our boot camp click, you know. I think that's a I think that's a win right there. I think that's a win. We grew in the we grew in the wilderness, man. Through the wolves, lions, tigers, bears. Oh my! You know, we <laughs> we 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 sustained, you know, through the will of the Most High, and, and for some reason, He found favor in us for us to be able to uh, continue. So our works is not done here. So the shining was just the beginning, 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 beginning. You must learn was produced and edited by Peter Oasis, written by Darmic. And executive produced by Evan Auerbach. Special thanks to Drew Hahn Duckdown Records for the love. You Must Learn was recorded in your mother's basement next to your favorite blogger somewhere in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Please subscribe to You Must Learn on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever great podcasts can be found. We are also on SoundCloud. Until next time, this is your host, Soka. I hope that all of you are inspired. Thank you for coming. Good night. You must learn.